Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of season three of the technical area with me, your host, Afrograma, once again. It's a bit of a weird week in terms of recording. I had this ready to go and I realized then I had forgotten to put out a poll. So in this episode, the section talking about the poll, talking about people's reactions, I've just kind of, you know, added in towards the end. And then as well as that, when rumours began to circulate Thursday, Wednesday, I suppose, Wednesday evening, that the beta would be dropping on Thursday, I made the decision to postpone the delay to the release of this podcast, just in case it did come out, which it did. And then obviously, in the nature of getting caught up with things, I did forget to tweet and say, Hang on, um, pod will be out, just going to wait and see if the beta comes out, and if the beta comes out, we're going to wait and just see how it goes. So it's very much a Frankenstein episode here, because what's really happening is we're going to have bits that I recorded last weekend, there's bits I've recorded during midweek, and then of course bits I've recorded towards the end of the week as well. Um, after the release of the beta so i do hope you enjoy what you hear and i can't wait to you know talk more to you now about the the beta and all sorts throughout this podcast so here we go now hello everybody the data hub in case you've not heard, in case you've not read, I'm going to be playing without attributes in Football Manager 2022. I'm sure 2023. Um, I suppose that's probably the only thing I have decided for definite at this point, which is quite disappointing, I suppose. That, you know, and I suppose after reading FM Renzi's piece, discussing about, you know, difficult challenge, difficulty of getting a save together with the one... Uh, with FM Renzi save, going to talk about um, VVV Venlo in the Netherlands. You know, the, the challenges that do face long term FM players in trying to keep the game fresh, the challenges of FM players trying to engage with the game, especially when you're looking for new ideas, which don't always present themselves as clearly as you might think. So this year I've decided to embrace a total lack of attributes. One of the key features, one of the key identifiable blocks of Football Manager, the attributes, something which goes back to those early Championship Manager days. But I've decided to shun them this year in favour of a more realistic in some way, but data and statistic-driven approach is my challenge for the year. I do still intend on going to Scandinavia. I'm feeling more and more inclined to going to Norway. Yesterday, um, I don't know if anyone plays the, the world game where you get the outline of a country, the silhouette of a country, and you have to guess what the country is. It was Norway. And then I was in TK Maxx. Didn't buy the shoes now, but there was a pair of Puma Oslos. So I'm really kind of feeling like I'm being pointed towards um, Norway by the universe, which excites me. It really does. Because I really want to experience the 2022 world cup in a different way i want to be able to experience 2022 
you know, I've I've played for so many times now. Football manager, going back to football manager, like nineteen twenty, where you get to the World Cup in twenty twenty two, and you know, there's just a big stop in your season, and then it starts up again. Where I want to kind of now embrace it with a calendar year season, embrace it in the sense of players will be playing all the way up as far as the World Cup, but the season's over then, and then the season will resume rather than having this massive stop. So just to experience it in a different excuse me, in a different way. Because of course this will be the last time in football manager for the foreseeable future anyway, until future World Cups past twenty twenty six are decided, where we know a World Cup will take place in winter, in the European winter, in that northern hemisphere winter, and will disrupt seasons. So that's something I really want to get my teeth sunk into this year. But data is my approach. Using the data hub and analytical scouting and coaching. That is the pillar upon which I am building my save for this year. It's going to be difficult and it's going to be challenging. Because obviously we all are accustomed. We're all, we all have a wetter way of playing the game. But now I'm looking for a new way to play. Breaking habits which I've been forming since I was, you know. 11, back on Championship Manager 0304. You know, breaking habits that I've had for a very long time. So, this is what something I'm looking forward to doing. But of course, it's going to be a big challenge for me. Data and statistics is, I suppose, a sticky topic in Football Manager at the best of times. Data cannot be carried over from one season to another, which means that when you are making informed decisions, you haven't got historical data to draw upon. This is an understandable approach taken by SI when you consider how massive save files could be. However, it's a blind spot given how they have a partnership with Sci Sports, they've reimagined their own approach to data in the game, you know using metrics slightly different to how they're used by the likes of Opta and real world, you know, statistic companies, data companies, like even by clubs themselves. So what we've gotten here is a challenge that is going to involve a lot of out of game play as much as there will be in game play as well. And I suppose in Football Manager 22, one of the big, you know, uh, Big accounts, one of the big supporters, one of the big data-driven uh, save files and article writers, FM Stag, has produced some fantastic tools upon which I will be basing the save. Now, given the previews that we've had from Football Manager, there will be new metrics added in this year. We expect to see pressures added in. We expect to see progressive passes added in, open play passing. You know, metrics like this, which we haven't seen before in-game. So, of course, there is going to be a slight challenge in, um, in adapting what FM Stag has done. But I suppose it's something I've prepared for to an extent where with FM22, upon the completion of my final game of the season with Utrecht, each season all the way through, what did I do? I created a new save game file. So, there was season one, season two, season three, and ultimately season four where I was unfortunate to not be able to see it out but still I'd seasons of data gathered there 
So when it comes to Football Manager 23, I'm going to have to adopt a similar approach. I'm going to have to make kind of save game files that are almost archives of data. So that when it comes to approaching, you know, recruitment time, when it comes to making decision time about player progression, about player retention, about squad development, I'm going to need to have that data there backing me up to show how a player has progressed, stagnated or regressed over the whatever number of seasons it has been to that point. That's what my beta save is going to be about when I eventually do buy it. When I get to the beta, I am going to simulate a full season with the active, only the Scandinavian leagues active. So hopefully I won't be able to, you know, waste an awful lot of time letting the, the game, you know, simulate through full seasons. But really, the, what I'm trying to do there is, in some ways, twofold. But it's primarily statistic-driven. I want to establish base-level metrics. I want to have an understanding of, right, this is what has happened in this save at this point. This is what happens in these leagues in a season. Without my interference, without my influence, with the leagues set up starting in early 2022. So I will then have that data. So then when it comes to the end of my first season, so the end of the 2022 season, I will have two seasons worth of data. One where I was not involved, one where I will be involved. And then I'll be able to compare the data. I'll have be able to make a decision based on what's happened in my first season, based on what happened in a simulated season of the game that took place across the same time frame. So when it comes to my looking and understanding how I've approached the game, my tactics, my squad build-up, there is going to be some historical data to a point upon which I can draw. Secondly, of course, the reason is I want to see what managers get sacked. Just have an idea of what teams I could maybe angle myself towards. I've had some great help on Twitter. Um... Nordic football pod, that seems to be one place I'm going to um, be spending a little bit of time taking to listen. And as well, I was talking yesterday to a, a very helpful follower um, who has given me some fantastic ideas. Harry Nathan, thank you so much. There's some fantastic ideas really there. Um, I'm going to have to spend the week really thinking about them. I'm going to have to spend the week looking at them, maybe a little bit longer. Whenever the, the beta drops, you know, I'll have a look at those teams as well. But really, at the minute, you know, I'm just still going through that research. I was kind of stuck with the paradox of choice. But anyway, getting back to the data hub and the statistics, it's going to be where my whole game was based. However, of course, there are some challenges. When I go in to a player's profile and land on the attribute page, what do I see? I see a series of attributes, some of which are applicable to a player in a certain role, some of which are not applicable to a player in a certain role. However, using a viewing tool, which SI has incorporated into the game, I can highlight the key attributes for a player in a certain position and in a certain role, which will help me determine the player's qualities and the player's ability to potentially play in a new position 
a new role or evaluate a potential signing or you know youth development pro promotion key statistics and data are not as clear cut in game statistics and data is very complex in that you know players in all positions can be measured on on the same criteria but really here i'm going to have to establish what are the key statistics of every role in my team what are the role what are the what is the data i will use to measure a player's performance across the season like i'm not going to measure my defensive midfielder on goals per 90 however i might put a little bit more weight into you know progressive passes chances created i'm not going to have to be able to measure players in the same way i'm going to have to look and understand and determine what are the key criteria for a player in a position and what are the key criteria of a role because obviously we could have two players playing in the defensive midfield position one could be a deep line playmaker and one could be an anchor man so it's understanding as well the influence and the impact of roles as well on the data that gets gathered so i need to know what i want i need to know what i'm looking for and i need to know what i or we as a coaching team, a scouting team, we need to do in game. If I have a young player and his statistics aren't matching up to what I need him to do, I am going to need to reevaluate my coaching approach, an individualized approach potentially, a player trait either. So I'm going to need to use statistics and data to really, really, really have give me the answers and the thing is the worst thing is i know i'm going to make so many mistakes i'm going to miss players who would be fantastic signings fantastic members of the squad and i'm going to bring players in who well may not be as good as i need them to be that's just part and parcel of life football manager isn't football transfers are not an exact science in real life so why should football manager be either Mistakes happen, embrace them and learn from them. So I'm going to be going away and I'm going to be creating a database. And I'm going to be exploring that data, and exporting that data and building up spreadsheet upon spreadsheet of information so I know how a player has progressed from one season to another, how one player has emerged or begin to spot a decline of potential new players. Because, see, the big thing for me as well is I will always play the first season of a save without an active transfer window. I will keep players locked for that first transfer window in order to maintain some sort, some level of realism. So any data I've collected, I will collect when the beta is released, I will use to inform coaching decisions in season one. Which hopefully will mean I'll have better decision making in season two when it comes to transfers and when it comes to coaching. But of course the eye test will not be something I ignore. I will need players will still need to pass the eye test. There was a great skin from FM Wicked Soul. Dan um gear shared around. Where I've been able to see data, you know, being used in the in the beta. 
it's been released. This is the way I'm talking about the, you know, jarring recording times of this episode and splicing things in. So apologies if, you know, you were getting a bit confused there. I saw a great one because what I've been using was something Shrunaldo shared towards the end of FM22 to get used to it, which was using coloured stars. So that was how I was talking about using the eye test. Seeing this new one that Dan and FM Wicked Soda shared around has me thinking. How does the eye test work now? So they're going to have to pass the eye test for me, my coaches and my scouts. So when I go to recruiting coaches and scouts in game, I was well going to have to pay a lot of attention, put a lot of focus on you know, finding coaches and scouts who are strong, because obviously I won't know the exact number, but strong in the areas of their judging player potentials, player ability, analysing data, all of these sorts of things. And now since we've had the beta released, you know, we can see an approach that there's a lot of still gripes and issues within the community when it comes to football manager and some are understandable. Some I do find a little hard to, you know, in knowing that it is only a beta, we are still not at a point where we are still not at a point where we can look at this game and say it's complete because it's not it's a beta it is riddled with bugs which we were, were always asked to report it's not perfect it feels very much like a you know souped up version of fm22 we've got some new buttons new new frills new bits and pieces but ultimately it's not been a transformation from one version to the next. And the thing is. I wanted to make the data hub. Work for me. I want to make it. Work for me with my scouts. With my coaches. I want to use it to inform. Every decision I make in game. And the thing is. In FM22. I didn't really know what I was doing. So that's why I want to know what I'm doing in FM23. I put so much emphasis and pressure on myself to know in FM23 what it is I'm doing. And when I asked the community, the listeners of this podcast, only 8% of people regularly use the data hub in FM22. However, 50% of people don't, although they said they don't use it, they said they do check it. So knowing people that are checking it, I think feels like as well, we are only learning about what it is the data hub is because it's so new to how we were approaching football manager this year. And that when it comes to FM23, we have a bit of experience, but still, you'd like to feel like, again, we can get a bit more guidance and understanding and instruction without kind of feeling blindly in the dark. Because if 8% only use it regularly, that's 92% not using it. 50% check. And 42% of listeners that they don't check, they completely ignore it. And if this is a cornerstone feature of Football Manager, 
it's exploiting a big issue that exists within the game. That if the game is moving to this more scientific and data-driven approach, a game which is all about the numbers is now having 92% of people, if you want to go by the, the survey I done, the polls I use, that's 92% of people not really engaging with it in the way that people want in SI. So more needs to obviously be done. And Trunaldo, I think, really summed it up perfectly. It's weird. I used the data a lot more last year. but not the data hub. That much for recruitment. Whilst it's nice to hear out, without the ability to add other leagues or shortlisted players to the scattergrass, I think it's limited for recruitment. And that here, I think, is my biggest challenge when it comes to FM23. When I get my teeth sunk into the beta, and see how it works. I will be used. I will look at the data and see how does it feel in game. And if there hasn't been much of an improvement, I am going to be really challenging myself. I'm going to be really putting myself out there to make something happen that I've never done before. But I suppose that is the biggest thing with football manager, isn't it? It's embracing new challenges and finding new ways to challenge yourself. There's a lot of information out there at the Data Hub, some great articles. I haven't as much time to read again recently as I'd have hoped. But when it comes to using the Data Hub this year, it will be central to all I do. But I hope that I'm not pinning my hopes on something that's not finished. Something that's not as good as in my head it feels like it could be. There will be updates during the year. Podcast updates as much as there will be blog updates. So we'll be able to keep you informed. But this kind of introduction to the Data Hub, I will be using it for scouting. I will be using it for coaching. I will be using it to find holes in my teams and strengths and weaknesses. And fingers crossed. I can end that drought of not winning a trophy in Football Manager since I won Serie A in November of 2020 in FM20 with Juventus. More on that to come. But look, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this very much Frankenstein podcast. I know there was bits and pieces in there that kind of jumped a little bit, you know, from the original recording last Sunday to the recording midweek to bring in that little piece there about um, the poll then to finishing off you know by adding in that little bit there in the middle about the, the, the skin that for FM23 beta that's already been there so apologies for the jarring timeline there I've done my best to edit it and put it together to make hope have it make sense um, it's I've obviously delayed a poll for this week because I've been so caught up with everything going on here but look i appreciate you listening thank you so much i will be back again next thursday on time i promise you that now but i've been gaffer Graymo. thanks so much for listening and i will talk to you again next thursday with a new episode bye now <laughs>